Hello, welcome, bienvenidos to another episode of DC TBD. I'm your co-host, Ian A. Taranji. With the A. With the A. With the A. This week. And I'm here with my brilliant co-hosts, the lovely Michelle Bush. Thank you, thank you. Welcome. And the venerable Marcus K. Dowling. Yes, yes, yes. And that's Michelle L. Bush. Michelle L. Bush. A.K.A. White Chocolate Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbling hot. Just, you know. We're already off and rolling. We're already Let's off go. and rolling. DC oh TVD. Let's go. Uh, we're here. We're produced by One Love Massive. Many, Shout many out thanks. To Shout out to Molly. Hey, Shout homie, out to everybody good. at One Love Massive. Shout out to our crew tonight, which mix is made up of Mike Phillips. Shout out to Mike Phillips. Shout out to Mike Phillips. I see my, my homeboy Jamal Jones over there. Hey, yeah. Jonesy. He I hates when have, I call him that. I don't have this going up yet. You don't have it going because you still have that Michael Jackson gif up? I do. So <laughs> we, we have literally been sitting in here singing. And um, for those that uh, are out there and on Spotify and maybe even have some Spotify uh, stock, you should go and... Get the Pose yeah, soundtrack. We were, we were, we've been harmonizing through the Pose soundtrack yes. and getting ready for our, our <laughs> political conversation. Oh, I'm sh- I should turn my phone down. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> turn definitely. my phone down. <laughs> so are we ready to jump into some some talk? The harmonies, the harmonies have been the harmonies outstanding. Of, of but collusion. we have a lot, but we have a lot that we're going to talk about tonight. Our yes, episode yes. is titled "Collusion, Collusion, Collusion." Because that's normally you're welcome. That's normally yes. when Marcus says it, I jump out and say collusion, collusion, collusion. Yeah, that's right. So we are going to talk about the latest in Trump Russia. We're going to talk about sort of the spectrum of Trump Russia theories and where we fall on that. Then um, we're going to get into a little bit of Democratic politics. 2020 candidates is yep. never too early. <laughs> we know that the midterms are coming up, but we kind of have a pretty good sense of what the field looks like. So we're going to evaluate sort of the A-listers yes. oh, the for Dems. the Dems. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, the Dems. Good luck with that. Yeah. Good, yeah. Luck, with that. Good luck with that. Party so, time. Party uh, time. Party time. Then we're going to have a bish sesh. Oh, then yeah. we're going to talk about my favorite things. So, yes. all right. I don't think Marcus and I are going to have the favorite thing this week. No, I don't think so. No. There was no, done. no pose. We're in a post-pose world. Yeah. it's No, it's real. That's a real thing. <laughs> And if you can tell by the, the setup, I am on the island over here by myself. Hey, yeah. I always like to mix up. We <laughs> always we always, always mix up where we sit. Right. So normally Ian is over here where I am, yeah. and yeah. I'm over there, and then right. we leave the space open for Marcus as he runs in with his super cape on. Yeah, from, I just come in, boom, from the club. I get right on the air. We always we always leave this seat open for the late the the the, the latest arriver. And I've had to sit in yes. that seat. Yeah. Yes. Although so. to be fair, it's it's. It's usually Marcus. It's usually Marcus. Yeah, it's usually, it's usually Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, important. I but do the stuff. Thing, but the good, the good thing is, is like uh, uh, Michelle and I will sit here and we'll be like, okay, we're gonna prep and we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Marcus comes in, he puts on his cans, like, all right, let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it all turns out okay. And I'm literally prepping from the time <laughs> exactly. I get off work. <laughs> my brain is just shut right. off. But I have posted 25 posts uh, about everything that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice, nice, what nice. are we? So what are we talking all about right. this week? So Trump, Russia. We. Um, <clears throat> We've gotten new information this week that uh, may or may not be credible, but I think is significant, mm-hmm. um, which is that Michael Cohen, the former fixer slash quasi attorney for consigliere? Donald J. I like Trump, that. Consigliere. he's the consigliere. He's oh God, <laughs> Tom Hagen. <laughs> 
Tom Hagen was a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> True. So if you, yeah, definitely keep keep moving. Okay. So Cohen says that he can te- he will testify to the fact that uh, Donald J. Trump, uh, With our current our current president, was aware of the June 2016 meeting in Trump Tower between Donald Trump Jr., Jared Kushner. Paul Manafort, who was then campaign chair of the Trump campaign, along with several Russians who may or may not be uh, uh, spies of right. the Russian Federation. <laughs> this makes this makes Watergate look like a fire drill. It really, really does. It really does. It Watergate really does. was a fire drill. Right. By comparison to this, where like you actually have okay. So the thing about me, the thing that troubled me the most about this, is that we had Russian operatives just walking about the country. Enrolled in our universities. Right. Just walking about for like the better part of the last like 12 years, I guess. And I feel like now we're at a place where this is beyond collusion. This is just like actual criminal wrongdoing. Yes. Like collusion is a nice word. Because we were so focused on, you know, the the fall of Saddam Hussein. Right. Bin Laden. We were, right. we were so focused on after 9-11. And every, every conversation was after 9-11. But I'll say this about uh, another sad realization about the uh, the eight years in which Barack Obama was president of the United States. Mr. Georgetown having lunch with, you know. with his bro exactly. today, so, Biden. So here's what it is. Conservatives, large scale, nationwide, mm-hmm. were able to take eight years <laughs> to... Behind the scenes, behind because everybody was so everybody front, everybody front page went picture to worried about the black man being president. Mm-hmm. That conservatives, large scale, were able to collude with the Russians in plain view and create an entire concept of how they were going to go about, you know, fixing the 2016 presidential election. That's going to be one of our bingo squares. Which one? The uh, Russians. And what did you say? Just in, in, in clear, plain view. In clear, plain view. That's what it's going to be. Right. In, in clear, clear, plain view. view. Just figuring it out. Yeah. Because they figured, I, I get a sense now, that they figured that they had eight years. I feel like they, I feel like they had enough to tamper. Right. But they needed that next... Oh yeah, they're really. This is what really but is going on. It's even the, the crazy part to me is that this identifies a a, a break in the Republican Party that has existed mm-hmm. now for probably ten years, where the Republicans, or, or I guess twelve now. It's uh, this is 2018, mm-hmm. so twelve years, where the Republic, where there's a far right conservative bent of the party that decided, okay. We need help. Yeah. And so the easiest people to, to find if you need help are the Russians because they have money and they're willing to spend. They have money. They have tanks. Right. But it's not that they have money and tanks. It's the fact that they have money and they're willing to spend it. They've been really rich Russian people. I don't think people understand this. Really rich Russians have been holding on to money for like 30 years. Yeah. Like post-Cold War Russia, like, like, like really rich Oil oligarchs. They want like some diamond encrusted goblets. <laughs> right. Because drinking crystal. They had no reason to spend. Oh, no, honey, that's the best vodka that you'll. Yeah, right, but they had no reason to spend money. 
in in their nation and nothing oh. to spend money on because the state runs the economy. So mm -hmm. if you're a privately wealthy Russian, you're good. You're good, and yeah. and you're and you're you're actively taken care of. Yeah. So if you want to engage in you know fixing American politics, then you have the money, you have the ability, you have the time, the power. You have the power. You can you can reach out to Vladimir Putin, who happily will welcome Ooh, a meeting to say, hey, we have this money. We want to influence American politics. What's going to be on the back end for you is that then this is your best play to be able to destroy the, 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 the you know, destroy NATO, destroy mm -hmm. the, the Western EU, Alliance. destroy the Western Alliance. The post-World War II like, order of Western right. you the, can, I can't democracy. play in the sandbox with them. Right. They don't like me. So that's what happened. The best thing that happened for these, this really far-right part of the Republican Party was that Barack Obama was elected mm -hmm. twice. Because they're like, okay, there's, there's not a larger pop cultural figure that's been president than Barack Obama. So everybody cared about everything he was doing. Bill. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And on the far, far right, <laughs> in, a deep, in a deep, dark corner somewhere, uh -huh. oh, you're preparing a Facebook campaign you're getting the people together. Putin had the Birdman hand well, of rub. Of course, of course, he the was whole like, time. Yeah, because around 2015, that's when you start to figure out, okay, well, who's going to be the guy? Mm -hmm. Who's the man that we're going to put on top of all of this? Donald. And then, and then I can just imagine, Trump. like when you look at like, the thing that got me this week was I I'm have thinking, to believe they had better than him. No, but I'm thinking that Trump's the easiest one to get. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Trump, okay. because Trump owes the most money. Yeah. So he's the easiest to move around. Well, so this kind of gets me into uh, something that was that I found interesting today. Actually, I was listening to, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pimp another uh, 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 podcast. But the, uh, the give five, a shout, just give a shout out. The five thirty eight podcast today. They were, um, they did a um, kind of like a debate style format with their four co hosts, and they were talking about, I guess, on the Lawfare blog. I was actually not able to find it, but uh, they said that on the Lawfare blog, they sort of like laid out. A spectrum of rush of Trump Russia conspiracy theories from sort of like uh, you know all just coincidence hand waving nothing to see here blah 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 to you know Trump is a forty year carefully crafted Russian agent who's actually fluent in Russia just like uh, the Americans and and is actually a plant of the Russian government like that that's your spectrum and they sort of like figured out that there's four basic categories that most people fall into. Um, and so we're going to talk about those categories really briefly and then kind of find out where we all fit yeah. on and mm -hmm. see see how, how how close together or how far apart we are on, on sort of like what we think based on things that we know, things that we know pretty well, and yeah. things that we sort of speculate, but there's still right. holes in the story. So the first, uh, on, on, on the one end of the spectrum, is just sort of like the this is all just coincidence, um, you know, nothing to see here. Why would you think that this otherwise law-abiding person who <laughs> has been nothing but a pillar of integrity, honesty, uh, strength, and, uh, and fortitude, rectitude, moral rectitude, why would you possibly think that this person would be illegally colluding with the Russian government? So that's like on one end of the spectrum. Right. Um, then the next would be sort of like, a, okay, collusion happened, but Trump didn't know anything. Uh, this is you would sort of brand this the the useful idiot defense. <laughs> he was um, this he was the smartest <clears throat> dummy 
that they could. Yeah, because the Russians, as you described, the Russians definitely wanted in. They wanted in. Right. They, 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 have they were always, needed. I they feel have like they always... were needed. <laughs> they, it wasn't that they wanted. They were needed. Uh, they, they, they've always tried to infiltrate the government. Name even, me going a, back, even going back to the Soviets. Soviet name era. me a Republican that could have won in 2006. In 2006? In 2006, prior to Obama running. Name me a Republican that had a snowball's chance at hell. Well, in 2006, everybody was soured on the Republican Party. There that's you the go. Reason, that's mm-hmm. the reason why right. there, uh, was, there Democrats was right, there wasn't the, one. Midterm and Somebody in a big part of the Texas, reason why Barack maybe. Obama yeah. became president. So you, you know? needed the Russians to do something. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the smartest dummy that they could find. Well, yeah. So yeah. anyway, the collusion happened. The useful idiot defense. Then, sort of next on the spectrum would be collusion happened. Trump knew about it. He approved of it. You know, he said, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he wanted Hillary's emails. He's used to getting what he wants. Mm-hmm. He publicly asked the Russians to okay. get her emails. And the Russians, in fact, got the emails. began searching for the emails that very day, the very day that he implored them mm-hmm. publicly to find the emails. Um, I mean, it's possible that he thought working with the Russians, you know, to hack was just Dirty politics. This is just the way it works. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been someone who has skirted the lines of legality. You simply do look if you if if you are involved in high stakes commercial real estate, you know politicians, mm-hmm. you know bankers, yep, you know other business people. You know that you know the power players. Yeah, and right. Trump and Trump, you know, did try to do business in Russia. They had the Miss Universe. Pageant there. He tried to open a Trump Tower in Moscow. Yep. That means he must have known Russian politicians. Developers. He certainly knew Russian bankers, Russian yep. developers, Russian subcontractors. <laughs> the Russian cop. You can't tell me that concrete in Moscow isn't run by the Russian mob. No, I'd say, uh, like I said last week, when you try to get into five different industries at the exact same time, mm-hmm. which you're he did, laund- you're laundering money. Yeah, which he did in around 1988. Mm-hmm. He became. He got his like a, his his social profile. Exploded. Yep. Because he somehow... The art of the deal. Right. It's, he somehow in America in 1988 <laughs> had enough money, enough capital, to be able to invest in five different industries at the exact same time, simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, comes off the heels of a bankruptcy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so. How, how else do you do that? So anyway, so the, last, <laughs> like, so the last end of the spectrum is sort of like the... The compromat, the with a K, the the P tape, if you will, Ugh. whatever whatever it is that the Russians have on Trump, um, that they're holding over his head, uh, you know, sort of like a basically sort of like a, a we all saw Helsinki, you know, mm-hmm. defense, um, because he was so deferential when you know he always at least tries to put on the act of being the alpha in every situation that he's in. Right. Just watch him shake hands with Justin Trudeau or Emmanuel Macron, and you'll see just how much he wants to be the alpha in every situation. And he was so, so deferential to Vladimir Putin. I mean, it wasn't even just so much the words that he said. It was like the body language and the uh, everything about it. It was very awkward and very odd. Um, So, you know, that's that, that. So I would say of those four, that probably covers. 95% 95% mm-hmm. of the country. You know, so fall he, into one of those categories. Yeah, no, he did it. He knew about it. And that was it. I don't think they are they using him. Absolutely. 
Yeah. He he's the he's the smartest dummy that they know. Um and he and and they're achieving all of their foreign policy right. objectives right now. Right. And through and, him. And the thing about it is it's 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 like that whole ordeal when your parents tell you don't hang out with certain people and you know you gotta watch your friends. Putin and Trump are not friends. I believe I believe that wholeheartedly. They are not friends. Yeah. And it's transactional. This uh, this is all it is. Leave the money on the stand. Thank you very much. So, I may I may come down to the docks so to come get you again. Leave the money on the stand. Here's that's pose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I was about to say yes. how's Shiloh Baptist gonna react to that one? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so the one that gets me now is this has moved past Russia. Today, about three hours ago, uh-oh. I was sitting, I was um Three hours ago, I was yeah, I was leaving decades, walk up the street, when I got this little like note on my Smart News. There's this little app called Smart News that oh, pops I need, up. Yeah, I need great. that app. It's pretty great. I'm getting tired of AP and yeah, all the rest. It's of pretty that wonderful. Stuff. So he says, Trump says, and CNN reported, mm-hmm. Trump says he'd meet with Iran, mm-hmm. a new player, a new player, a new, entered the arena, a new player, without preconditions, whenever they want. So Putin has something on Iran, and has told the biggest dummy, go make friends. No, or not even that. I just think that he's got some, uh, that the Iranians have helped as well with building Trump's empire. So at this point, it's like the Iranians are now calling in the favor like, okay. They're the third hands that have touched the money. Right. So (laughs) this is just, this has now gotten to the point where it's, again, it's past collusion. It's just absurd. Like, that's what it is. It's it's Americana dipshittery. Americana dipshittery. Like, that's where we're at. I mean, it's it's obvious. Like, I'm going to meet with dip, the... It's dipsurdity. Right. I'm going, to, I'm going to meet with the Iranians. Say as, what? It, as in the Say people what? who <laughs> held hostages. It, yes. worked, it worked so well with for, the North Koreans. For, why was it, not? What was yeah. it, 54 days of 1979 and 1980? Just, yes. just give him... No, not fifty-four days. What was it? Like five hundred days. Yeah, it was some crazy number. It was more yeah, than a year. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, I they, think it was five hundred and fifty-five days. Yes. You can correct if you you can correct me. You can hit me up at uh, yeah. woke since eighty-four. So because he's been woke. Yeah, since these are 84. people. Right. These are people who who once held Americans hostage. Yeah. yeah. And we will meet. And we'll with probably them. do it again if they could. Right. We will meet with them. Mm-hmm. Without any sort of prejudice whatsoever. But where will we meet? Will we meet here? I mean, we'll Helsinki was dope. I'm sure. Helsinki was dope. I know I mean, the food, I, the food say, had to be... I'd say you should go to Iceland. I would say Los Angeles. That seems oh. to be where the most, <laughs> the most Persians outside of Iran are located, awesome. right? This is the, sea, the it, season it of Shaws of Sunset. Yes. I was right. So, there it is. There uh, it is. Pool, sunset. Can pool, we get one of them in decades? I, yeah, that could be done. But, you know, we just we would have them it's meet... It's the pool party summit. No, they would, oh meet, they would, they would meet in the... No peeing in, in the, the pool. Under the... Oh, gosh. In the... <laughs> Un- under the bright lights of the Hollywood sign. Uh, wait a minute, didn't we? What, what was it? Us that said uh, that he, if he could take the Hollywood sign down yeah. and, and change it uh, to oh Do- Dolly. Well, I mean, yeah. Donald Wood. Donnie Wood. Yeah. Donnie Wood. It's just crazy. Like that's Jesus. that's where we're at now because now people are calling in their people so, are calling in their favors and calling in their bets and saying, okay, let's so go. let's so let's so let's let's say this. I think I think it's fair to say none of us are going to fall into the. This is all just coincidence. No, I'm saying that, no. None of us are going to fall into that stance. camp, right? No, no, yeah. no. Nothing, nothing to see here. Hand-waving, no. that's not us. No, see, okay. and him so and hand-waving not... doesn't go so well. No. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. no. That was really bad. You need, you need a very manly <laughs> hand-wave like this. No. And, and the, the mere fact that the Americans just 
voted for him afterwards. I'm just like, you, you all are cruel. Just cruel. Cruel, cruel world. Cruel, all cruel right. World. So then I guess it seems to me the question is we, we, we all believe that uh, he was willing to collude with the Russians. Yeah. I think we all believe that crimes were committed. In the process we, of said crimes, not, crimes have been committed, not even, necessarily by okay, him, but okay, crimes were okay. committed. So here's the problem with all of this, because I've been thinking more about it. Because I'm like, okay, there are crimes being committed in front of you know, in, in plain view, in plain view, every day, in clear plain view, yes. every mm -hmm. day. There's crimes that are committed in the Oval Office, right? But here's the problem: is that if you put Donald Trump on the stand, he could easily explain how all of this transpired, right? Because he could look at his deals in the 70s, mm -hmm. in the 80s, in the 90s, and especially in the early 2000s when he was at his most broke. His brokest. Yes. And he made a lot of deals. And at this point... He was sleeping on his buddy's couch. Right, exactly. He's, he's, mm -hmm. he's Dame Dash. He's, he's doing a Dame Dash. Doing a Dame Dash. Yeah. Did Dame get his money back from uh, Lee Daniels No, yet? that did not happen. It will not happen. But that's neither here nor oh, there. Okay. So I feel like we're at this point where if he if you got him on the stand, he would happily explain how he developed his empire. And then guess what happens? They say, well, he got on the stand and told the truth. Not right. guilty. Exactly. And we're all like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because he would just get up there and he'd say, yeah, so, so to show of Iran, you know, like in 1978. You're saying, you're saying he's going to be white OJ? Oh, absolutely. Don't come for OJ. He no, he would do that. Don't come for Chloe's daddy. I mean, that's real. But, uh, but no. I'm just saying. So, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, that's exactly where wide we're Wide hips and a wide nose, Kardashian. Wide. Oh, I'm dang. Oh. Dang. But in any of it, I feel like that's, that's where we're at, is that Trump could get on the stand at any time. He, he can happily, he'll happily get on the stand. He doesn't I, want to get on the stand. We said the Secret Service is going to take him straight to 1900 Massachusetts yeah, and he'll get Avenue. And he'll get out. He'll get on the stand, and then he'll and then he'll he'll break it yeah. down, person by person, point by point, literally, week by week, and he'll say, "Yeah, well, I, I, you know, clearly, I, I, you because know, of with the Russians, yeah, because of who I hired, right. because of who I fired, and because of I've how known, I've known all these people, yeah." For years. Sarah. Sarah was supposed to go that night. Right. What happened? Yeah. You know, what I mean, happened? She was supposed to go that night. Right. What happened? And it and I think Wait, it's who? it Sarah Saunders. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Huckabee Saunders. Yeah. Uh what's his name from uh the 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 Sanders. Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Or who? No, I'm talking about who she Uncle Fester. Oh God. But no, I feel like that's that's I'm where sorry. we're at. Like, <laughs> and that's the sad truth of it all is that you can't stop this man. <laughs> like, you can't. It's at, not. It's not possible. All. He like, is literally like white Luke Cage right now. <laughs> He's just walking around. Like, He's just walking around. <laughs> can't be stopped. Just <laughs> taking bullets. Yeah, he's <laughs> having a good time. He's taking bullets. But. I, that's, but that's, like, I make my own shirts, motherfucker. <laughs> I make my own hats. Wait a minute, did you see the one where you changed up the color of the hat? Yeah. It was like white and black. I'm yeah. like, oh, come I mean, on, man. That's, that's where we're at. This is, it's, it's weird oh, because we're in this place now where, and this is the, the trouble with, again, the trouble with Obama. This is, a, this is my next thing that I'm going to start talking mm -hmm. about. The trouble with Obama mm -hmm. is that Obama made America, American rule. Mm. Highly legitimate. America is based on a largely the, the semblance of the idea that 
you're go that you're that you're going to have an unequal nation because 75 to 80 percent of the people don't have rights. Yeah, no yeah. rights. Then when one of those people becomes the president, the whole thing doesn't make sense anymore. Everything becomes literal on its face, exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And when you elect Donald Trump, that only serves to like reinvigorate that strain of power upon which the nation was built. Yes. It's like, I am a rich white landowner. That's right. I am right. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is wrong. Mm -hmm. I have the most land. How many more days till election day? Not this upcoming, 2020. How many more days? <laughs> a lot. Many, many of them. Did I mention last week that I went to law school so I don't have to do math? Oh, yeah. It's like 750 or something. I work with mental health. I don't have to do some math Some crazy either. number. Like it's, 20, it's 2018. The election is in November of 2020. Yeah. So you have a about... More, a little more than two years away. Yeah. So. 750, almost and 800 days. And, 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 look, and speaking of elections, you Democrats. <laughs> Humans. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. we, may as well, we may as well jump right into that. Might as well, because that, that's going to be another breakdown. Because but what, I, I highly recommend going and listening to the 538 podcast where they debate Russia. But you uh, listen to the Russia-Trump yeah. thing, because I, um, I, it's it particularly, you know, Micah Cohen actually takes on the, the collusion happened and Trump knew about it and approved mm -hmm. of it. And it's actually, he, he has a lot of very compelling um, evidence to back it up that when you, any one of those pieces individually, oh, well, he was just kidding when he said, you know, Russia, if you could find the emails. But then it's like, okay, but then it's this. But it's, and, and it's in, in combination with this and this and this and this. And he really lays out a very cogent, I think, case for, um, for that not being a crazy supposition right. at a minimum. Can I run down the numbers? Yeah, please do. Please do. So my homeboy, Mike Madison, uh, for those of you that know him, uh, Secret Society. But the numbers look like this. 191 charges filed. 32 individuals charged. Five individuals that have already pled guilty and are cooperating with special counsel investigation. Three companies have been charged. I'd like to introduce you to <laughs> special counsel Robert Mueller. Robert is a registered Republican. Robert is the longest running FBI director since Jagger Hoover. Robert was appointed by a Republican president. Robert was appointed to special counsel for the Department of Justice by a Republican. Consider this going forward when P45, Big Baby D, uh, starts ramping up his attacks on Robert and the investigation. It ain't no witch hunt now, huh? Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Shout out to Mike. He's smart. Yeah, listen, I mean, you know, it is in certain people's interest, both financially and or politically, to mm -hmm. um, kind of hand wave and make it seem like the the Trump-Russia investigation is is going nowhere. And when you hear the National Security Advisors calling it a witch hunt, you hear uh, the president's attorney basically saying, well, collusion's not a crime. Say what? With his pinky ring. <laughs> his pinky ring and his New York Yankees. <laughs> That's going to be World on Championship collusion ring. bingo because as well. Wait a minute, what is this special breaking news satellite photo show North Korea developing new missiles? Yes, they are. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> so I mean, of course they are. Well, I mean, now uh, that there's an Iran deal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey. I mean, hey. Why wouldn't North Korea just give up all their nukes? 
Why wouldn't that happen? Wait, no, but they're developing new Trump, nukes. That's Trump, the thing. Trump figured out what all of the smart presidents couldn't, I guess. Yeah. So what, I'm, what I'm thinking is that at, some, at some point, somebody made a uranium deal in the last, like, you know, two years. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Probably Trump. Vibranium? Wakanda forever? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uranium, the stuff that they use to make <laughs> nuclear weapons. No, I know. Yes. <laughs> I know. Uranium. U-235. Right. Oh, God. Let's, let's talk about these Dems, because they... I call this segment Dem Problems. Dem Problems. Huh? <laughs> Dem Problems been... Uh, Dem Problems been... Been going on <laughs> since uh, y'all elected Barack Obama. Let me ask you... Dem Problems been going on since... Oh, yeah, longer than way that. Way before Obama. Yeah. Since... Yeah. since Wait. Carter, Ford, yeah. well, Mondale, Mondale, <laughs> oh Duka Walter, Dukakis. Oh my God, I forgot about. Shout him. out to Willie Horton, Al Gore. Why did Al Gore ever think that he could, he could be president? No, you know what it is. He could have been. Okay, president. so the problem. I, I wrote a. I wrote. Uh, God, I wrote a piece. I wrote, wrote a, medium, a, I wrote a medium piece. You wrote a medium piece. A while. So back. if you all, let me tell you something. You know what? As you're looking for that, let's talk about the things that you should have on your phone. You should have Medium on your phone, and you should be following Marcus with a K, Dowling, um, on Twitter. Marcus with a C. I mean, yeah, K. with a C. K, Marcus Dowling. K. Yeah. I do stuff. I know how to spell. It's in my phone. Wrong. Um, <laughs> I used to be on Medium, but then Marcus and, and Geronimo. Hey, Geronimo. Um Just, they write too much for me, and so I just yeah, stopped. We just, we just do uh, stuff at this point. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh God! I wrote it. I'm gonna need to get back to the, the time I wrote it. What was the? What was the? Okay, what was so the gist? okay, the gist? so the gist. <laughs> What's is, the gist, Dalt? All right. So I wrote this piece about um, the uh, the Clintons attempting to reclaim reclaim uh, Camelot. Oh, God. why do I remember oh, okay. that? Yeah. Right. Well, it's, I think I remember that one. I do think I remember that one. It's the the downfall of the Democratic Party. Well, Clinton era. is that JFK was shot. Yes. If JFK had like lost an election, if JFK had been you know been proven to be ineffective as a leader, mm -hmm. if there was a sex scandal that broke about him in say 1964, mm -hmm. which could have easily happened, uh, then then yes. a lot of this wouldn't have happened. But when somebody's life is so tragically taken and they're such an amazing pop cultural icon as well as being a, a, a world leader, yeah then you spend the rest of your life trying to figure out what if trying to find that right and yeah. if you look and, and if you look at this long legacy of like semi tall attractive blonde brown hair oh, I was going to say thank you <laughs> sorry blonde brown haired white men who have been paraded in front of you know the the cameras to I be the not a white man. the savior of the the democratic party yeah. Yeah. Then that's the problem. They, it's literally like, okay, the president has to look like John F. Kennedy. Mm. If you do not look like John F. Kennedy, do not apply. Do not, if you do apply. not think like John F. Kennedy, do not apply. If you do not think the way that Bobby Kennedy even deigned to think on occasion, because I, I, I do believe that Bill Clinton was just a Bobby Cl Kennedy clone in a lot of ways. Mm. In a lot of ways. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> you don't hear any disagreement. <laughs> at here at DCTVD, yeah, real hard Monday nights at eight fifteen thirty. I think that's an interesting conversation to, to sort of talk about because I, I actually would place um, where would you put Bobby Kennedy on a spectrum between Bill Clinton on the right, Sanders on the left of sort of the left of center divide. I actually think that's an interesting. 
That'll be an interesting, Bob, be an interesting right. debate for us. Yeah. Bobby's closer One to, day. to the bill side. Right. What I what, what what I think what I think we should discuss tonight. We obviously have the midterm elections. And right. It's going to be the electorate's first opportunity, as we've indicated, to sort of um, pass uh, electoral judgment on the Trump presidency so far. As a general matter, presidents in their first midterm elections, their party tends to not do very well. Um, so that would bode ill for uh, for Republicans. And we've discussed that, and I'm sure we will have many more discussions before the midterm. But I want to kind of look ahead. And I'm, I, I, I never work under the assumption that this president is going to be, as much as I would love to see it, frog-marched, handcuffed, mm -hmm. nope. <laughs> out happen. of the Oval Office by happen. federal... By federal marshals, as much as I would love to see that happen. So the handcuffs in a Tiffany box it's, is it's not it's not it's not gonna happen. So we, we need somebody that's gonna beat him in twenty twenty. Yes. I'm taking Kanye off the board. Okay. I'm taking Kanye off the okay. board. Uh, I never you, thought I, you've Okay. Marcus has expressed his his No, view. I understand. I mean uh, it's, I, I, I'm intrigued to see where, where this goes because yeah. if you take the guy off the board then so do we have? I want to I want to talk about who are the who are the Dem candidates. Well, first of all, I want to talk about sort of what qualities do you think we'd be looking for. I assume the three of us at this table would like to see Donald Trump defeated. I certainly would. Hell yeah! I mean, I want to see him taken down. I want to see I want to see Trump lose, but I want to see him at least put up a a fight. <laughs> Oh, he'll put up a fight. Remem right. no, that's what I want to see. I remember it. He watched wrestling. Yeah, so. I want to see him put up a fight. Like I want to oh, see. He's gonna fight. He's gonna. We got to see a cage match. We got to see you. <laughs> so if somebody's gonna beat him, they've got to be able to. They right. got to. They got to be able to knuckle up. Right? I don't think it's a. I don't Wait, think it's knuck a. If you book, right? So if you book. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and booking and ready to fight. <laughs> This is this is DC <laughs> TBD. No, 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 I'm not a fighter anymore. This is DC TBD. I don't fight. You know how we do. Um, I would say I would say there's like an A team right now. Are you sure that's the A team? Oh, you're, you're gonna hear. You're gonna see the A team. I'm looking down at his notes and we talked. Well, I mean, we the talked key, about the key, this. The, 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 Clearly, I defines, posted it. <laughs> what defines an A team is not. That you occupy some high level, but that nobody is above you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I realize my. Mic I would is say a at loud. this moment, at this moment, this is our A team in the Democratic Party okay. of of um, uh, of Democrats who, who as, will potentially run. As I get okay. closer to moving to Toronto. So six, six names nice. that I would give you here: mm -hmm. Joe Biden, former Vice President, also former Senator from Delaware, longtime Senator from Delaware. Uncle Joe. Kamala Harris. Mm. Who is the first term senator from California? Mm. Took Barbara Boxer's seat, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Cory Booker. Um, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> oh, is he still in his fresh? Is he still in his freshman? Or has he, he been? Is, he's been or is nah, he he's second he's term. He's been around as long as Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now. so he's second term senator from New Jersey. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, who I believe is also in her second term, uh, no. out of Massachusetts. No. Kirsten Gillibrand, who is the junior senator from New York, uh, and then the independent. We all know him. We love him. Bernie Sanders. I don't know if we love him, but well, oh, you don't love him. Sorry. All yeah, right. I'm not. Yes. A, I'm, Michelle's, I'm, Michelle's got no love for Bernie. It's, I, it's not that I don't have love send for your, Bernie. Send your, send, send your hate tweets to Shelby of D.C. Every, <laughs> Trust me, I get, them, I get them all the time. Every, at Shelby of D.C. Everything <laughs> about every person you mentioned. Okay, so like the thing about Trump that made Trump win was that 
every time every time you threw a a you lobbied a, an, an an aggressive assault on his character, yeah, it wouldn't stick nope. because he had people that would stand in front of him and happily take the L for this man. <laughs> the problem with everybody you just named, the Democratic Party is not does not have a core demographic, yeah, that's willing to stand up in front of. A nominee. That's right. because and take an L. That's because the DNC sent them all home after y'all elected Barack Obama. Right. So and okay. So usually, here's a fascinating point. Well, don't, you you don't, don't you feel like black folks stood up for Obama? Oh, they they did 100 percent of them yeah. almost every yeah. time. You see what time I was out in, out in line voting? So here's the thing. <laughs> Early. Here's the thing, is that the is that the Democratic Party turned their back on black voters. <laughs> And that's not, that's not me saying something to be controversial. It's the absolute truth. And the black voter, I sound like I'm like talking about the black athlete you know, like in the 1970s or something. You too can be a member thing. of the NAACP. Yeah, the black voter. The black voter. And, 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 and the black voter traditionally has been used by liberal white candidates for the better part of 50 years. Yes, we've been used to oh. to be the to be the, the the catch-all for all of the criticism. Because when the criticism gets too hot, you could run behind black voters and you have this giant, you know, coterie of support yeah. that 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 a a very conservative white politician just won't touch. Yeah. Because you're like, "Oh, those are the black people. I don't want to offend them." Mm-mm. Lest they come after me. <laughs> now they come after me. I've right, seen, I've seen black Twitter. Right, so you understand, <laughs> right? So, but the problem I don't is want that, anybody coming after. But me. the problem is that oh, when Obama was elected for two Twitter terms, will eat you alive. Right, when Obama was elected for two terms, the Democratic Party just stopped and they said, "Well, we've done the greatest thing we could feasibly ever do, and we're done, and we're done." Thank you. And then they didn't think they didn't think <clears throat> that they would because okay, so they didn't predict for Donald Trump. They presumed that liberal white ladies. Were going to become their new leading demographic, and that they were going to float Hillary Clinton mm. for two terms, mm. and mm. then after that, stupid. And then after that, you could come back to black voters who they believe would be, would have been somehow his. supported by Hillary Clinton's, you know, by by her, you know, by by her campaign promises, and they would have, you know, you mean like ca- promises to uphold the Voting Rights Act? Yeah. Of nineteen and to not and to not take away health care, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. all of these things that benefit African Americans, right? That she so she would just do that. She'd say, "Okay, these are just want to throw that, that out there, right? These are things that I would, that, that, that these are promises that she made as a as a as a not as a candidate that would then allow for them to go back to the black voter, the black voter, the black voter, and then you have people like Corey and Kamala who would be ready at that point, yes." To continue, they will have waited their turn one, behind the right. white. Behind one, the white excuse lady. me, one <laughs> would be ready. I mean, the other one, yeah, so, Corey, right, Corey's tr- tr- problematic, but that's my belief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they were trying to do. That is what they were trying to do. That is what they were trying that's to do. Exactly what they're uh, trying to do. I, I would put these candidates into three categories. I would the the, the old white guys, Bernie and and Uncle Joe. <laughs> um, one gotta go. The white ladies, I, Elizabeth ladies. Warren and Kirsten Gillibrand, and then the next Obamas, Harris and Booker. Yeah, and that's the problem with the, with the Democratic Party. The Did Democratic. Just, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Did you just call them the next Obamas? Yeah, they are the next Obamas. Yes. They are. 
That's what it is. All right. So Michelle, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you Cory Booker, and you make I your best case. No. You make your best case for why Cory Booker should be the Dem nominee, and go. And there we have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Like, the problem with Corey I know, is like... I know your love for the, the problem, your love for the senator the from problem, uh, New Jersey. The, yeah, problem, the problem with Cory Booker is that Cory, Cory Booker... Okay, so people people I'm who sorry. don't understand, we, we've made fun of Cory Booker for I'm like sorry. 10 consecutive weeks on this podcast without explaining Did you see the, issue. the CBC registration with his face like plastered yes, yes, over? Okay, okay I'm going to explain uh, to you the problem with Cory Booker. The, the, the problem with Cory Booker problem. is that he took Newark, New Jersey and turned it into Washington, D.C. Dummy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so in the sense that like half of Newark is like an economic empowerment zone. The whole thing. Urban renewal. Then the other half of Newark is like Southeast D.C. What up, Ward 8? Right. It's the great Ward 8. So that's that's the problem. Both both Facebook groups. Right. Yes. Both. <laughs> both. Shout out to Sharice. What's going on, girl? What up? But yeah, so that's... I thought, I thought we loved Ward 8. We do. We but, do. That's where but, I work. But it's... <laughs> Valley there's Green. There's a lot of violence and oppression in a, Ward 8. And a council member that doesn't give a shit. But, you know, and that's where we're at. Uh, so yeah. you have, so you take Newark, New Jersey, which was at one of the Shelby great, of DC. which was one of the great <laughs> blue collar African American hubs yeah. of the 1970s and early 1980s. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. A great African American hub of commerce and industry. Mm -hmm. Right. And you turn it into, you could, you could turn it into San Francisco. You could make that, you could have made that black San Francisco. Close enough to the water. Like you have, you have ability to do, you know, international trade. You have a urban center mm -hmm. that has affordable housing. All the stuff that you know, San Francisco had. San Francisco doesn't have the affordable. Housing. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. But not anymore. but you have, in, to to, you have to go to Oakland, right? But in the year, uh, <laughs> well, not in Oakland either. Yeah, Oakland's Oakland's, Con, Oakland's in, now problematic. Yeah, uh, yeah. You got to go to Modesto or something. Right. So you have <laughs> this thing where. Housing. You could have made Newark into this like fascinating, you know, intriguing modern metropolis, but instead, modern he, metropolis. He said he made it into Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Where half the people in the city in the city are just looking at this man like, you just sold us out. Mm -hmm. You sold us all the way out. Yep, it's crazy. You light skinned it. Got that, he's got he's got that he's got that Adrian yeah. Fenty gene. All right, Yo. so 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 we're gonna. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so these are your personal opinions. What do you? How, how do you think? Let's say. And I didn't even say, speak my personal. Let's say. Let's say. <laughs> let's say we get down to it. We get yes. down to it. Down down the, down the stretch run of the Democratic primary. You, and our candidates left are Joe Biden. Yeah. And Cory Booker. Yes, that's, that's, enti think, that's entirely possible. By where the way. do you yeah. think? Where do you think the vast majority of the black voter? Uncle Joe is going to cast his Uncle vote. Joe is going to clean his clock. Uncle Joe. <laughs> think Uncle Joe is going to because Barry. It's Joe. Because Barry's going to show up and show out. Oh, yeah. if it's Uncle Joe. It's Joe. If it's Uncle Joe, okay. Barry is going to stump. What get if it's Uncle get Joe. the strap? It's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's what if it's Elizabeth Warren? It will never be. And what if it's Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker? Then we're fucking the screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, then Cory wins, but he doesn't win like in a in a in a noble. We're fashion. talking about black voters. No, black voters. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about who wins. No, in black right. voters, he wins because okay, so again, ain't that many black, black voters didn't know who no, Cory Booker but is. But black people across the board, which probably helps him. Black people deep. <laughs> black people deep down. Deep down, love Donald Trump. Love 
Love, love this man. He's the villain. Yes. They continue to turn on the news and every day. He's, he's and the bad watch. guy on the Trump right. show. And the first, and the first time that he opens his mouth and says Pocahontas, it's lights out. It's but it's it's been lights out for Elizabeth. Right, but still, because but, but black people have never black people have right. not heard the Pocahontas defense. But here's the thing: how many black people? Honestly, I'm gonna I I, I ride the A two. Right. Okay. Or the or the W two. I'm gonna take survey. How many of y'all know who Elizabeth Warren is over here? And the second that he, in the second that Donald Trump opens his mouth and says, "Who raised their hand over there?" and he explains <laughs> the Pocahontas and he explains his Pocahontas defense. The mere fact that we're even saying Pocahontas is just so—it's lights out. She's okay. done. All right, all right. So let's say we're so coming down disgusting. the stretch run, and yeah. the candidates left are Kamala Harris and Kirsten Gillibrand. Then we're screwed. White oh, lady, God, versus black lady. We're screwed. Well, it's or I'll, mostly black lady. Actually. I'll say that yeah. Kamala Harris wins she because she has. Kamala Harris wins because what she'll do, and this is something I fully expect her to do, is that she's going to get the entertainment industry. Behind her. Behind her. She's going to, okay, so. Hillary tried that. Things that people need to understand about Kamala Harris running for president. She's going to be the coolest person that ever ran for president ever. Yeah. Like, her campaign is going to be lit. Yeah. Like. The Migos. Like, everybody. PR. Migos. Uh, Cardi. Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Like, Neo might show up. All of the great. No, we don't need, no. Well, you know, I'm saying. No, we don't need Neo. He will, he will happily sing a song. We don't need Neo. Common will show up. Oh, God. In a suit. Jesus. With his goatee? John Legend. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That's literally, it. oh my God, that's literally what they are. Yeah, they're going to. They're the hip hop Ninja Turtles. They're going to show out when it's, when it's time for Kamala to Don't run. Don't celebrities show out for every Democratic presidential No, but candidate, yeah, because they. No matter how milk toast. But when and it's it the black woman. Works, Diddy started it. it. Diddy, Diddy started it. But it's the black Well, really to get the generation right. in it, with Rock the Vote. But it's the black woman. The black woman. Okay. That is me. So that, right. so that, that, could, so that could help Not yes. much, but a little bit. I'm bubbling white. <laughs> <laughs> rum buns from Oak. Well, <laughs> <laughs> rum buns over here. Oh, rum buns. Over here. <laughs> Shout out to Shallow Baptist. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh my. It's like that, folks. Oh. It's so, like that. but here's the thing. So we came up with with these six individuals. There, there's a name because there's an article that I posted online, and yeah. there's a name that we all know, Eric Holder. Mm. With the, I'd put, him uh, in, I'd put him on the B team. That Eric, definitely. So I think him. I put him on the celebrity team right wise. No, but Eric the Rock. Holder, right. I the mean rock. the Rock. The Rock's the rock. running. The Rock. Run, the Rock will run. Okay, I'll put it. The Rock will run as a Republican if only because WWE is supported by Fox. Well, yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's he's he's actually he's okay. So in the same way that Donald Trump was the one. That, okay, so people that have followed me on social media for ages. Yeah. We're like, Marcus, remember when you were a supporter of Hillary Clinton for president? I go, mm. yeah. yeah. But then I always said, there's like one or two people mm -hmm. that if they popped up their head and stood in the way of Hillary, I'd have to change. Yeah. And I found a post and I'm like, one of those people on the list was Donald J. Trump. Because I'm like, big baby D. I'm like, he's the best at Twitter. So he's the best at five o'clock in the morning so the, on his so, throne. So there's only one person in the world. That's cooler than Kanye West. Don't you say Alex Jones. No. No, it's it's The Rock. Oh yeah, it's The Rock. It's The Rock. Yeah. And if The Rock 
raised his people's eyebrow. Sorry. If The Rock raised the people's eyebrow. You spit on the microphone. Yeah, I did. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just talking. Lonnie. Talking these words. <laughs> Lonnie, that's your mic tomorrow morning. <laughs> Got you, dog. It's all good. Just, just wipe it up there. We're going to wipe it. We're going to wipe it. Wipe it. We have, just drink we have, water sanit- we have sanitizer. So, in any event, so if, when The Rock raises the people's eyebrow. So, he's a Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When The Rock raises the people's eyebrow to die, I said, Donald Trump, it's all over. It's game over. He raises it at Kanye West. Kanye can't say anything. Oh come on! I would say I would I would I would respond and and at the risk of sounding like the school marm, like I think it's wrong to think about <laughs> <laughs> to think about the presidency as some sort of like a pop what? cultural uh, the school what the school marm school marm. Damn. School marm Taranji over here and Rum Buns Bush. <laughs> Going down. Oh man, we're off the rails. We're off the rails. But no, but I I mean, uh, it's the presidency of the United States. The man holds nuclear codes, as we saw in Helsinki, as we've seen in his dealings with the European Union, with Canada, with Mexico. I mean, there's a man who has wields enormous power, and and it requires, I think, um, sobriety of mind. a sense of integrity, a sense of, like all the things that Obama yeah. had. I feel like, like he was a good president. Yeah, I didn't agree with everything he did. I don't, you know, I, I there's places where I wish he would have pushed more, but by and large, he had integrity. Yeah. He had a moral north star. He studied up on the issues. He knew he had a decision making process that he right. followed, and that got him to decision. It didn't always get him to the right decision, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, I mean, that's. But but you're, when you're the leader and you have to make those calls, you have to make those calls, and you may be right sometimes. You may not be. I think it's. I, I I think it's problematic to to begin thinking about the presidency as like. A cultural, no. a, a, as the office of a cultural icon. I mean, in many ways, the president is a cultural icon, right? Regardless who it is, but I think we need not. All right. We need not. In you know, here's 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 something that troubles me about that, that. anybody that wants to run for president right now. Mm-hmm. How many American politicians are going to China, South Korea, or anywhere on the African continent? None. Zero. How many of them have go, are actively engaging with Prime Minister Modi in India? None. None. Probably none. Those are the <laughs> most. These are literally the most important questions yeah. in globalized. And yes, for those who believe that Donald Trump's austerity is is right, the world is globalized right now. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. I can I could pick up the news in in Malaysia on my phone right now yep. in two seconds. No doubt. The world is globalized. Don't forget we're at war too. Right, we're at war. We're in a, a non-bloody trade war with the world. Mm-hmm. And people in the southern hemisphere who live in shit conditions, what our president would call shithole countries, right. can get on their phones and see, you know, the right. Kardashians rolling through in their Lambos or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so so that's the thing. It works thing. both ways. So I feel like. There's been no American politician, the first American politician that's able to engage with the worldwide audience, like Barack Obama did, curiously enough. Yeah. And which it will end up being (laughs) Joe Biden. Right. If you can engage with the worldwide audience Mm -hmm. in a way that makes you a larger than American cultural icon, Mm -hmm. or even just a person of interest, because I don't think you have to be iconic. I think you just have to be a person of interest. At this point, mm-hmm. to to be successful, and, and that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, 
I think if we can take anything if we can take anything away from this segment, it's that the the Democrats appear right now to be f u k t fucked. <laughs> there's fucked. a there's a <laughs> hole in the boat. No pun intended. Dear Liza, dear Liza, <laughs> there's a hole in my bucket. Dear Liza, my lord. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Jesus, the American, Jesus. the great American songbook, right here, <laughs> here, here on DC. Here DC on TV, dude. You're welcome. You're welcome. You, you, you didn't know. You didn't expect that one out of me, did you? I did not expect that one out he, of you. Ian told us that he wanted us to harmonize <laughs> earlier on a very flat one-hit wonder song, yeah. and I was like, no, it doesn't go that way. <clears throat> Climax had one note, yes, and they stuck to it. I think you can harmonize thirds. We should have saying object of my desire. Neither, neither here nor there. It's Do we have anything to harmonize tonight? Because if there is, that will be my favorite my thing. my <laughs> Baby, <laughs> won't you turn me <laughs> on and on, on and on and on. And on. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that like that a slow? Because I knew, I knew it with the object of my design. Yeah, on yeah. and on and on and on. Okay, it's, four, it's like four octaves. I don't know what our song uh, next week is going to be. Let me in on it so I can. So okay, I can, no problem. So I can figure out my boss yeah, yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah let's let's get let's get let's get to this close. All right, all right. The bish, the bish sesh. Who's got a bish tonight? Um, well, I mean, I do, but how do you guys? Let me hit mine first. I have a couple, yeah. So. Yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys. Damn, um, that was mine. That was mine. Yeah, let's 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 jump into the All Cowboys right. since we have our like, joint yeah, eight our left. joint so bitch. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. So the Dallas Cowboys. Um, a little bit of background. Obviously, we all know that there's been issues around NFL players taking a knee during the national anthem in protest um, against uh, mostly, I would say, law law enforcement right. abuses mm-hmm. against the African American communities, um, and. There's this guy, Dale Hansen, who's a sportscaster in in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, white guy, older white guy. Yeah. And dude is super woke, I got to tell you. Yeah. Uh, and he basically, he, he, he got on the air in Dallas, and he said, you know, basic, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but that the Cowboys are okay with players who beat up women. Yes. They're okay with players who use illegal drugs. Yes. That's all okay, but taking a knee to protest you know, not. racial injustice, um, that's a bridge too far, and the team will fine you and or... Cut you. Cut you. Um, you know, I was actually listening to, I want to give a shout out to um, my man Sam Webb on WTKA in Ann Arbor. I listen to his podcast because that's the only place I can get good Michigan content. Um, and But he was talking about this issue and he said, you know, look, if you're Joe Blow, um, you know, the 38th man on the roster, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be the one to stand up and say, no, Jerry Jones, you're you're wrong. Because Jerry Jones basically came out and said, Cowboys are going to be on the field, toe on the line, mm-hmm. standing, hand over heart for the national anthem. Every single one, 55-man roster, every single one of them. All our coaches, all our players, boom. White, black, we don't care. Um, and that's, you know, that's a pretty, what is this pretty extreme I'm, position I'll, for I'll, a team that has, I'll put know, it like this when it comes still has, 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 has signed players who... Who have histories of domestic abuse. So when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones has a lot of money. He has a lot, but this is 17 true. hours ago, the NFL orders Jerry Jones to stop talking about Anthem. Well, of course they they did. Well, yeah. And Fox 4's, whoever this Mike person is, cancels the interview. 
Yeah, so I'll put it like this. So the like, NFL is muzzling Jerry Jones? Well, because... Well, then that's, okay. that's my favorite thing of the week. Right, well, Jerry Jones, <laughs> right. Right, well, Jerry Jones is a lot of money. He, yes, he has does. a ridiculous so, amount so of Donald it, J. Trump money. So it, there's it's the, the idea. most valuable franchise. It's right. the most valuable professional sports franchise. It's America in America. Team. Maybe the Yankees. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Those so two. If if you could find a way to give to free up fifty million dollars of your you know financial empire mm-hmm. and give everybody a million dollars to just stop talking and to just stand on the sideline. Stand up at the anthem, mm-hmm. tax free, million dollars. It's a bonus, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be taxed. Give somebody a million dollars. Bonuses still do have to be taxed. They do. Yeah, it is. Okay, wow, crazy income. Anything that comes in. Okay, okay, because I didn't realize that, that this th- would be. Is that a third? Third of the money. Weird. Okay. Depends on what bracket you're in. Okay. okay. So, but in any event, there's 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 bonus money that you could be given. That could equal up to a million dollars. Close to. Influence you, of course, to dissuade you against standing up and saying things that are negative about wars or cops or mm-hmm. African American civil rights, yeah. and just to stand there because it's a check. Because remember, civil rights happened a long time ago. Right. That's not what you're going through. We look, fix, right. look at we where fix, we fix that. We fix, we fix that. that. Yeah. Look at look at where you're standing we right now. That. Standing yeah. in a hundred and ten mil, hundred ten thousand person stadium. Look at your family, and they're gonna be watching you on that big teleprompter. Right. Thank you. Yes. I yeah. mean, there's just, there's just stuff to think about in that, si- yes. that situation. It makes it really frustrating because it just shows just how yeah. base capitalistic this all really is at the mm. end of the day. Stand strong, my people. Well, I am still in protest. Yeah, yeah. And no doubt. I mean, it's, 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 um, they don't want to alienate certain segments of their fan base. And I guess when they, they, they realize that on, on an issue like the anthem, they, they're pretty much almost inevitably 